Unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> check, check. Alright. Welcome in, everybody, on another edition of the Kings of the North podcast. We are down three weeks already. Season flying by as it always does, and already almost a quarter away through the season after this week, and teams starting to show their true colors and starting to be able to evaluate these teams for through a four-game set here. So still some really tough games to pick this week. Looking forward to some more football, as always. It's a rough week for the NFC North as far as our Packers and Vikings go, me and Travis, but I think things will change here going forward and for our Kings of the North, NFC North podcast edition. But we'll get started here. I got Travis with me live from Brainerd, Minnesota in Travis's basement. Travis, what's good, my brother? How's it going? Up by four, as I should be in the podcast, and I'm very excited and I, I believe I'm up by four overall, am I right? Well, you are twenty seven nineteen. I'm twenty three and twenty three, so you got solid four games on me. Those two ties as well, so yeah. I mean tough games this week, so we'll see which way it sways, but this could be the make or break week for you, Joe. Yeah, I mean those ties are kinda of killing me right now because that's two games that probably should have gone my way. Both both those ties could have easily swayed my way but absolutely i chose the browns you chose steelers i chose the vikings you chose the packers so vice versa though so yep anyways we'll get into our first one here your game of the week the thursday nighter coming off a tough loss tough loss to the buffalo bills and we both got that game wrong obviously and it was also my eliminator pick for my eliminator pool so kind of salty about that one (laughs) but the rookie coming in, and uh, Vikings had a hard time stopping them early, and their defense was able to get to Cousins and turn the ball over, and you guys, before a blink of an eye, were down 17 rip and just weren't able to recover from that, especially with Cook out. You didn't really have that threat out of the backfield as pass catching went, and that they were able to just get after Cousins and cover Diggs with two guys, and Thielen was kind of the guy that got was a beneficiary, but he just wasn't able to do it all by himself. So, a uh, tough loss for you guys, but you got the Rams this week. How you think your squad's going to look? Thursday night football, or once of the once football, or once Thursday night football of the year, and uh, believe it or not, with Talib and Peters out for this game, as well as we have Everson Griffin out, which is huge for us. I hope I hope he gets well and gets back on the field for us. But first and foremost, gets well. Um, I'm going with the Vikings. We're not going to play like that two weeks in a row. I guarantee you that much. I think the big thing is they were actually looking forward to the Rams before actually taking care of the Bills. And uh, they were kind of looking past the Bills because it should have been an easy gimme win. And I, I like the Vikings and uh, a grinder, as, as John Gruden would say. We're going we're gonna to battle. They're a better team, but they got their two corners out. Kirk Cousins does his thing. And I, I like I like us in this game to just really get after it and and prove Coach Zimmer right why we're the one of the best teams in the league. Well, I'm thinking you guys have a good shot in this one, and I'm thinking what kind of happened was you guys looked past the Bills because you're getting ready for this big game on Thursday night. So I feel like you guys are going to be well prepared for the Rams, and like you said, they're down a couple corners, so you should be able to at least uh, attack them through the air a little bit. They have a pretty good front there with Donald and. Sue. Sue, yeah. So they're going to get after Cousins, but I think 
cook back a, a good game plan. I think you guys should be all right. And obviously your defense is pretty good. So you're going to have to shut down Todd Gurley. I don't think that's possible to shut him down, but at least if you can keep him somewhat in check. Contained. Keep him from breaking that big play. I think you guys should be all right. But they, they have some weapons around. They're not the greatest wide receiver core, but they're a decent, solid, upper-tier, consistent possession wide receiver type core. Brandon Cooks is... I wouldn't say an elite wide receiver, but he's up there. So they got a solid team for sure, though. They're all they're well-rounded offense, and then they got the playmakers on defense. But I'm rolling with the Rams at home, especially Minnesota, short week. I, I think it'll be a good game, though, but I got to take the Rams after losing to the Bills. I don't blame you. If I was in a homer, I'd probably swing that way. But with those two corners out, it gives me a little hope. So Right on. We got Cincy headed out to Atlanta. Ooh. And Andy Dalton's got kind of a hot hand right now. Uh, I think they just took the L this last week. Yeah, their first loss against the Panthers. I had Cincy in that one too, but obviously Atlanta's defense has three starters out for the year or at least for the foreseeable future. I think one of them has a possibility of coming back, but going to be out for quite some time. Yeah, pretty much gone. But I think it'll be another good game. Atlanta at home. Matt Ryan's been playing good since he's got a good defense. Uh, it's going to be – I got Atlanta picked in this one, but part of me wants to pick Cincy at the same time. But I I like Atlanta. I picked him last week against New Orleans, and I don't think Cincy's going to be able to score as many points as, as New Orleans did. But at the same time, they have a better defense. So I don't know how, how Matt Ryan's going to do, but I think they should be able to – Move the ball quite a bit, and they got their weapons, and the breakout of Calvin Ridley this last week was promising. Hopefully they'll have Devontae Freeman back. So I'm going Atlanta at the Dome. Yeah, I'd like to choose against you, but without Mixon in the mix, no pun intended, I'd like to go. I'm going to go with Atlanta. But I, I think, I'd, like you said, it's going to be a good game, but I'd like to see Mixon in, in, in the game and, and round that offense that they need as far as Cincinnati's. But... The way uh, Atlanta's offense looked last week, I'm, I'm intimidated a little bit in the NFC. I granted they're a one and two team, but I think they're gonna be just fine. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Atlanta. Word up! I think Giovanni Bernard looked pretty good last week, though, without mixing in there. Obviously, not his like young Giovanni Bernard type game that you would see. But I mean, 61 yards, touchdown, 25 receiving yards, so. He had a pretty efficient day, and I think he's able to tote it for them. At the same time, I'm, I'm still rolling with Atlanta and this one, just kind of the gut feel on that. So I'll I'd stay. agree with you, but as far as fantasy, Bernard's decent enough to hang with Mixon, but as far as tempo and gameplay and offensive schemes, Mixon's the guy. He's the workhorse. Bernard's not on that level yet, or he was on the level, but he's not on that anymore. So that's why I just like Atlanta in this game. They they know what to look forward to with Mixon. Mixon can control the load, so I'm going to go with Atlanta for sure. Word. Yeah. Uh, my game, Green Bay, Buffalo coming into town at Lambeau, and Buffalo obviously coming off a huge win with the new rookie quarterback and Josh they beat? Allen beating your Minnesota Vikings. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And their defense <laughs> looks pretty good. I like I hadn't seen the first two Bills games. I just know they got spanked, and so I, and Peterman was looking pretty awful, and so they went to the rookie, and he was able to put a game plan together. And it sounds like he's got the team rally behind him, and they're all high and confident right now. But obviously, 
I got to go with my boys, the Packers at home against the Bills. It doesn't scare me too much, but at the same time, I feel like the Vikings might have kind of let them gain a little bit of confidence and kind of sparked a fire underneath them, and they're going to be coming into Lambeau with their heads held high, and they think they're going to come after Aaron Rodgers and steal the show. So we'll see what happens. But I, I think Green Bay should still take this one. It would be nice to see them run the ball like they did, just more hand the ball off, run the run the ball, because that's what, just what killed us in this last game is that we run the ball well, but we fell behind and we had to pass. And it's just like if we could get to an early lead for once and put together a first half because it seems like this team hasn't showed up until the second half in any of the games offensively. So, Yeah, I, I, I'm going to roll Green Bay. I don't care what Buffalo did against us. That was the weirdest game I've ever seen. Also, I will look forward to Rodgers putting his ego aside and trying to just get a W. I, <clears throat> I think half the time he has the option to choose one player or the other or option out of it, and he likes to have the ball in his hands because he's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, why wouldn't you? If I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd do the same. But I'm, look, I'm looking for Green Bay to definitely spank the Bills, as we should have last week, by double digits. All right, all well, that gives me some confidence because I'm a little concerned about how our squad looked this last week. But the talent is there, and it's everything's there. It's just putting together four quarters of solid football, and we haven't done that yet collectively as a team. So it will be nice to see. But this is a tough game in my opinion here. we got Tampa Bay headed out to Chicago. Sounds like Fitzpatrick will still get the nod, but James Winston is back. And Fitzpatrick kind of had kind of a rough game last night. If it wasn't for the turnovers, he, he he still had the Fitz magic, but the turnovers early got him in a hole, and they weren't they almost came back and complete the comeback, but they just didn't have enough time there. But still being down twenty points uh, and making it a three point game late, kind of promising. But I got Chicago in this one at home. I think Khalil Mack gets after Fitzpatrick. They don't have to send a million blitzers like Pittsburgh was, and that's kind of how Pittsburgh was getting to Fitzpatrick last night. Sending blitzers, getting in his head and making him rush, but I think Chicago will be able to get after him with Mac, and then they'll have the coverage. So I just I think they'll be able to shut him down, and I think they'll be able to score at least enough points to take it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll agree with you that Fitz Magic will turn into like Fitzpatrick and just be like a normal quarterback. Uh, what happened today is Dirk Cutter said. He's explained to both quarterbacks who the starter is going to be, and he hasn't said that publicly. But I think we could all assume it's going to be Fitzpatrick. I think the Bucks' defense is is actually better than it looks, and they have a good, a lot of good young players. So I'm going to go with the Bucks in this one. I'm still not really sold on Trubisky. I love Jordan Howard. I drafted him in a lot of my fantasy leagues, and I love him. And I think he's a a great running back and a great player. But I just I'm not sold on that offense yet. So I'm going to go with the Bucks. Yeah, man, this was a tough one for me. And I like really like Fitzpatrick in that offense, but I think Chicago's defense is pretty good, and I think they'll be able to cause enough problems to seal the deal and hopefully get the victory for that offense. But at the same time, like you said, Trubisky and that offense concerns me at the same time. So it's like if they show up and can at least get a lead and play with the lead, I think they should be able to shut them down. But... Fitzpatrick, it just takes one drive for him to get hot and start doing his thing like last, like we saw on Monday Night Football. So, the tough one and uh, difference for us here. So, I'm gonna, absolutely. I mean, I don't. I hate to root for the Bears, but I feel like them at home, that defense should be all right. That's part of my guessing is I don't. 
I don't really want the Bears to take a big lead, you know what I mean? So the Packers and the Vikings deserve to be on the top of the NFC North, and it sure as hell ain't supposed to be the Bears. So, uh, And, I, again, I'm not sold on their offense other than Howard. So, Well, an NFC team that has showed a little more promise offensively, uh, Detroit headed out to Dallas for playmakers. You know, the deal with Zeke is a man there, but that passing game looking pretty dreadful for Dallas. And then Detroit showing up this week against New England, and uh, we discussed it last week. We weren't really sure what kind of game it was going to be if Belichick was going to have the best of Patricia or Patricia was going to have the best of Belichick, and it appeared that Patricia had the best of Belichick, obviously, and now after kind of watching the game and hearing it, it makes more sense because Patricia knows the Patriots, and Belichick doesn't know the Lions, so I should have thought about that before I made my pick, but at the same time, uh, I, I like how they looked, and I'm rolling with Detroit this week with Dallas. I think they'll be able to score enough points, and their offense looks good. And Dallas, all you got to do is force Dak to throw the ball and focus on Zeke. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas to win this game. I think Dallas needs to focus on not allowing Detroit to get a 100-yard rusher for the first time in six years or whatever it was. And I look for Zeke to just go off. Uh, hopefully Dak can figure it out. Without his number one guy, which was Des Bryant, just your kind of lob-up-two guy, he's not doing too hot. But I, I look for him to just figure it out. And when when Dak throws 25 times or more, he's like 15-1 and one or something. and Or 25 times or less, he's like 15-1. and one. And then if he throws over 25 times... He's like a average 500 quarterback as far as winning. So they just need to keep going off that and ride Zeke. Ride the Zeke train. Zeke should be touching the ball 35 times a game. He can handle it. He's a workhorse. He's a weird guy, but the guy can play some ball. So I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys to just really figure it out. You're 1-2 and two now. Let's go. You should have beat the Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be kind of the game plan. If Detroit can shut him down and get them to uh, lean towards the pass and have put the trust in Dak Prescott, I think uh, they should be all right there. But uh, Dak is not a very good QB. But if he, maybe if he does get hot or get a little bit, Detroit's not the greatest defensively, but they did look pretty good against Brady. And I feel like their defense is good enough where they can focus on Zeke and kind of let their like let the slaymaker do his thing back there and hope for the best. But I'm, I rolled Detroit in this one, so I'll stick with that. Next game here, another tough one for me uh, with my hands tied, and it's like I don't know what to do with this one either. But we got Houston headed out to Indy. Uh, what are Ooh. you thinking here? That is a tough one. Divisional matchup. Houston's matchups. 0-3 now. They just oh. lost to the Giants. 0-3. And in Indy, They've I think, Ruck's starting to feel his, feel his thing again. And um, Three tough losses for Houston by, I think, they're all been less than six points or less. Yeah. God, I even I called Houston to be a top four seed, like winning the AFC South, but um, I might have to bite my words. I'm gonna go with in Indy. I'm gonna go with the luck and the boys. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Uh, I'm gonna retract my statements from earlier and just definitely go with the Colts. I just the way they've looked, and I think Watson's looking like a human and not like a super freak like he did for five weeks last year. I'm, I'm gonna go with Colts. Luck, luck's gonna start to. Really get back into his groove and get back to where he should be, and he's going to be one of the top ten quarterbacks in the league. So. Yeah, Houston's had a tough schedule to start. They had New England on the road right away, tough loss, and then they had 
a tough loss against Tennessee, which has I mean, I thought they would win that one, but Tennessee's defense is looking pretty good at and one of the kind of not a high fantasy scoring, not a big turnover defense, but they they get off the field and they get the ball in their hands and kind of just play that time of possession game and go down and score their couple points and hope to go home with a W, but they're not nothing flashy, but they're they're doing getting the job done so far, but I'm rolling Houston in this one for uh, the fact that I think it's time for Deshaun Watson to get hot. I mean, he's he's been putting up decent numbers so far. Not nothing like last year. Nothing like Mahomes has this year. But I think it is time Indy's defense is run of the mill, and I think uh, they can get Lamar Miller going, and they can let let him toss the ball around, use his legs, and make some plays this week. And I look for a little Will Fuller, a little bit of DeAndre Hopkins, and we'll see what happens. But I, I like Houston in this one. Philadelphia is heading out to Tennessee, who we just mentioned. A little AFC-NFC matchup. Carson Wentz back in the mix. And Tennessee just beat the Jags this last week on a 9-6 stinker almost. But like I said, that defense is able to get get to the QB. And they're able to make plays and get off the field. Nothing flashy, but they, they play tight coverage and... Uh, they haven't had a lot of turnovers, I don't think, but just get off the field and get the ball in the hands of their quarterback. What do you think in this game? Yeah, Tennessee's defense kind of looking like Vikings' defense last year. Not too splashy, just kind of did their thing and one of the top fives in the league. But I'm going to go with the Eagles. Carson Wentz going to really rally, you know, second week back. They're probably going to let them loose a little bit. And uh, God knows who's starting for the Titans as far as quarterback. <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna roll with the Eagles, and I don't want the Eagles to lose this game because then they'll come in real hot next week against my boys. So I want them to just feel comfortable, and then we're gonna shut them down next week. We're going with the Eagles. Yeah, I got the Eagles in this one as well. I just feel like their defense is really good, and they did play the best defense last week and won, but they only scored nine points. They're also playing Blake Bortles, not Bobby Bortles. Yeah, There's I mean, a huge difference. Bortles lit it up against New England, but their defense isn't too great this year either but I feel like Philly's offense they just have a lot of they don't have any of the big names or anything like that but they have a lot of different weapons and different ways to attack you and they I like their their offensive coordinator uh, it was Filippo. I'm not sure who it, it is now to be honest with you but I, I just like how they spread the ball around hit, use all their playmakers little Ertz they just got Jordan Matthews back again. The Aguilar and Aguilar is probably top five fantasy this year, anyway. So, so I like Philly. Rolling with them, and we're in agreement there. We'll head to uh, first place, Miami Dolphins, heading out to the New England Patriots. And yeah, um, <clears throat> until the Patriots show me anything, because they are really letting me down. I'm going to look for Kenny on Drake to get more than one yard this game because I got him in fantasy and he had one yard last week, but they still won. I like the Dolphins right now, especially at home. That's always been a trap game for the, the Patriots. And, in um, Foxborough. Miami in Foxborough. I don't care anyway. I, I, I read that wrong. But um, I'm, I'm with Miami. Uh, I, <clears throat> New England, I think, is on the turmoil down. 41-year-old quarterback. Uh I bet you Tannehill's got the most confidence he's ever had in his life, high school, college, pros. Like, he's feeling good. And uh, I think Gase is probably feeling good. And I don't think the Patriots are feeling too well. 
I just I like the Dolphins in this one just to kind of mix it up a little bit anyway. Yeah, I was uh, watching some NFL Network type stuff, and James Jones had the Miami Dolphins starting off four and zero, and he's one of the few people that probably had that prediction. But I'm still sticking with New England at home. I think uh, Sony Michelle breakout game. Burkhead's banged up. Michelle got some action last week, looked nice, but didn't have a whole lot of carries. And I think this is a game where they just feed the beast. He'll get some catches out of the backfield, and that'll just open up everything. Uh, Edelman's not back this week, which nope. will be huge. Week but, after. Uh, but I, I, maybe a little with Chris Hogan. I think Josh Gordon will probably get in the mix a little bit this week. Still and, not going to start him. I got him in two leagues. I'm not going to start him yet. I'm going to wait till he really gets gets weird with it. But um, leading rusher for the Patriots has like 84 yards through three games, and it's Rex Burkhead. And uh, they haven't got Sonny Michelle going yet. And I just don't think they're balanced. Tom Brady's coming off a 133-yard game or so. I just think the Dolphins are feeling it and the Patriots aren't. I think the Patriots will be fine and they'll get to the playoffs. And they'll probably win the division. But right now, I think things are getting weird. Patri- Patriots are going to lose this game to the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm still rolling New England at home. <laughs> Got to do it. I don't blame you. Jacksonville, New York Jets headed out to Jacksonville. For the Jaguars, this is kind of uh, another. These games are not easy this year. I feel like there hasn't been a whole lot that just pop out at you where it's just like, oh yeah, I got that squad. This one particularly did pop out at me. All I thought was poor Sam Darnold. Poor Sam Darnold. Uh, I think I think the Jaguars are gonna hurt him. Not physically, but they're gonna hurt him mentally. They're gonna sack him a few times. Probably pick him off a few times. I uh, I feel bad for him. But he's going to be one of the staples in this league for years to come, but not this week. Bobby Bortles or Blake Bortles can show up. They'll win this game anyway. By the way, Bobby's the better version. And uh, I'm going to go with the Jaguars. I just I don't feel well for Sam Darnold in this yeah. game. I mean, Bortles is an up-and-down type quarterback one week. It's the good old Blake Bortles that we, we know and love. And then the next week it's the Bobby Bortles who is – the subpar version of Blake Bortles that we like to make fun of here on the podcast, but uh, he's kind of he's got the alter egos going on, and but I'm sticking with Jacksonville. Their defense is pretty solid. The Browns just beat the Jets, but I I do like the Jets this year, and that's why this is difficult for me. And I like Sam Darnold, and I feel like he's going to be a good quarterback, but it's just not quite there yet. But I, I like the Jets next year. I still like the Jets, though. I, don't I know think they'll be is. like an eight and eight team, but I like them next year because Tom Brady's on the downfall. The Bills had like the game of their lives against the Vikings. Like I think they could run that division, but I like Jacksonville and Bobby Bortles is the better version. Joe, come on, get it together. Oh, I like yeah. Bobby Bortles to take care of it this week. Oh, yeah, Blake Bortles is the guy we used to. Yeah, know, Blake though. Bortles is yeah. normal. Blake, he's just normal. <laughs> Bobby is the good version that happens like twice a year. Okay. <laughs> we got that cleared up. Here's a game I'm kind of looking forward to. I don't know if I'll be able to tune in this week. I got a wedding out of town type thing. So oh, weird. I, me too. I'll, I'll probably game pass this one after if it's a good game. And Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns headed out to Oakland. The 0-3 Oakland Raiders. I, I'd kind of like to go Oakland in this one. If it was still Tarod Taylor, I probably would go <laughs> Oakland. But now that Baker's in, and I'm rolling with Cleveland all day because I'm a Baker fan. Hard Knocks got me on that, and I was big on Baker. Was my QB that I was high on in the draft as 
compared to these other guys out there. But I'm rolling with Cleveland. Of course you are. You're you're that guy that probably loved Johnny Manziel as well. I did um, love Johnny Manziel too. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm going to go with the Raiders. They're going to get their first W, and uh, I'm not looking forward to, uh, you know, I'm excited for Baker. It's going to be great, but I think the confidence is going to come into play. I think Gruden, the old school mind guy, can just really say, let's do this to him, let's blitz him this way, let's play this coverage, and probably confuse the young guy. And I think Baker's going to have a decent career. He's not going to be no Hall of Famer or nothing, but he's going to have a decent career. But John Gruden's going to... Put that Cleveland show in check and get his first W because John Gruden deserves it. And uh, I'm looking for the Raiders at home on the baseball field. Let's go. That's probably is a smart pick, and that's why you're ahead of me so far. Is I've been going a lot more emotion, and you kind of keep it real and go with the gut instinct. <laughs> but I just love Cleveland right now, and I think uh, Joku, the big tight end, is going to be highly involved. And then look forward to Antonio Callaway having a huge monster game. And then Landry's obviously going to do his thing. He's going to be 10 catches, you know, 95 yards, maybe a touchdown. But Callaway, he may have, he'll have like three or four, but he'll have like 120 yards and two TDs. It's like a top 10 fantasy right now receiver. It's crazy. He, he's not there yet, but uh, had he connected on a few passes that were underthrown by Terod Taylor, right. he, he would be right up there with the Deshaun Jacksons and whatnot. But I'm swooping him in some fantasy this week, and I look forward to him having a big one. Ah, Seattle headed out to Arizona for uh, NFC West divisional matchup. Who do you like in this one, Travis? Uh, look for Josh Rosen to get beat up a little bit, get the black and blue bruises, and uh, welcome to the NFL. So I'm going to go with Seattle. Uh, I haven't been liking Seattle, but, you know, they showed me a little something against the piss-poor Dallas offense. I just – they'll they'll sh- Seattle will shut down David Johnson like they sh- shut down Ezekiel Elliott. And then after that, what do you have on the offensive side as far as the Cardinals and the Cowboys? So I'm going to look for Seattle to bounce back, go 2-2. Two and two. I'm going with the, the Seahawks. I always keep it real, but I really liked Baker Mayfield. And the guy I liked next, <laughs> Josh Rosen, was my second. You're gonna find yourself about ten guy. down for being a heart perk instead of a realistic but, pick. Uh, I like to see David Johnson get it going this week, and not just pounding the rock with him, but hitting him out of the backfield for the checkdowns and some screens and some other things. And they're gonna have to mix things up a little bit and keep uh, Josh Rosen protected. <laughs> I, I'm gonna always mess them up too, but. They won't last long, so you won't have to worry about mixing them up too long. But Arizona at home, <laughs> I was high on them at the beginning of the year, and it hasn't worked out too well for me, and I'm just hoping they can shut down Russell Wilson and get to him because they don't have a whole lot of offense there available. And I'm just hoping that with the new QB and not having a whole lot of looks on him that they can maybe have some magic in this first week and get the job done at home with the home crowd rallying around them. I could go either way with this one, so I don't blame you. Yeah, this is another tough one for me. New Orleans is heading out to the Giants, and I feel like it makes for a pretty good matchup. Again, New Orleans has a high-octane offense, but their defense is doo-doo. And then New York, not the greatest offense by any means, but they got the weapons, and New Orleans' and defense... their defense has been 
above par. I yeah. mean, they're not great, but they've been above par. So what I'm thinking here is New York will probably score a few touchdowns on a couple plays here, just having a with their playmakers, and then Saquon and Odell, and then New Orleans will score a few points because they got the high octane offense. Even though New York Giants is pretty good, so you got one of those kind of like not super high scoring games, but one of those like 28, 24, 24, 30 type of games. And I'm gonna go with New Orleans. Kind of Drew Brees gets the ball back with you know minute 47 and goes down and does his thing per usual. Yeah, as far as this game goes, uh, I know it's tough. You chose the Saints, and I'm just gonna choose the Giants. And I got a couple valid reasons why. They're at home, for one. Their offense is getting it together. Mm -hmm. And they got Odell, big playmaker. They got Saquon, big playmaker. Obviously, New Orleans can't stop anyone this year. And I just like I like the Giants at home. And and the the season's been weird, has it been not? So yeah, no, it's been I think tough. I think this is a weird pick, but I think it's going to be like one of those weird picks that's right. So I'm going with the Giants. Well, you rolled with the Giants against... Houston at Houston last week, and it worked out well for you. Now you got the Giants at home. So, I mean, I was a back and forth on this one, too, and it was tough. And I, I love Saquon, and I love Odell. But at the same time, it's like Drew Brees and that offense. I, I just feel like they just need to be in that game, and it's kind of like with Aaron Rodgers. You just need to give Brees' ball back with a, couple, with a little bit of time and be in striking distance. About a minute 42, and he's going to win. But maybe they'll be able to hold it. So I'm going Giants. I like it. I don't know. I just gut pick on that one. Usually I'm realistic, but I'm gutting it. All right, San Fran headed out to Los Angeles Chargers. Garoppolo down, Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers as well, regardless if Garoppolo is down or not. Chargers is still my AFC representative in the Super Bowl. I know they're 1-2. and two. Wait till Joey Bosa comes back. They got one of the best rosters in the league, offensively, defensively, when it's all put together. They always start off like crap in September. They'll start off one and three and finish, you know, eleven and one type of thing. That's just the way the Chargers are. Hopefully, they figure it out this year because that's what I've been choosing. Kind of a gut feeling, but I like their roster. Going Garoppolo down. I like the Chargers. Yep. Baltimore out to Pittsburgh, black and blue division. Sunday night football. Sunday nighter. Finally, a good Sunday night match. Right. Though. That's what I'm talking about. I got Baltimore in this one. Flacco's been doing good. Pittsburgh's defense is subpar. Fitzpatrick was able to expose them. I think Flacco is hot right now. He's got plenty of weapons. He's got the Buck Allen out of the backfield and Crabtree and Will Sneed. And I just like in their offense. It's just looking. It's not nothing spectacular. And they got the two. They got the young tight ends, and they just mix it up, and run it, mix, throw the ball around to different guys, different formations, run the ball decent. Not. They're not flashy. They just get the job done, and they have been. And you got Pittsburgh at home, so it's going to be tough. But uh, I like Baltimore's D. Pittsburgh coming off a great win last night at home. Hopefully their defense tighten things up. I'm rolling with Pittsburgh, and uh, there's about 50% reason why I'm choosing them. McDonald, just stiff-arming dude to the ground. Like, I am pumped. <laughs> Let's was... go with them. Like, I just got so excited. So I'm just going to roll with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going to figure it all out. Their defense needs to tighten things up. Their offense needs to just let go of Le'Veon Bell, and Antonio Brown needs to just go with it and just be a team player because this team has the most potential as yep. far as offensive. James Conner, you could be the running back, and he, you'd still get 100 yards in that offense. 
we're going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I was saying uh, they should have just dropped off Le'Veon in Tampa because their run game is doo-doo in Tampa. I said that so. to my boss today because my <laughs> boss is a Steelers fan. I said, well, I think Le'Veon's going to go to Tampa Bay, get a first-round pick, and move on. Let's go. Yeah, they should, but their offense is definitely getting <clears throat> hot. Antonio Brown wasn't even highly involved at all, but it's Juju Smith-Schuster's show right now because they're doubling Antonio Brown and – uh, he's exposing them. And then this James Washington guy, only a few catches, but he seems like uh, all big plays when they went to him. Snags him. He made the play. So uh, I'm rolling with – I am rolling with Baltimore. i always been on Pittsburgh. It's just I've – I don't know what it is this year. I just have been trending the opposite way for whatever reason. But we'll head into our Monday night matchup, a good Monday night matchup as well this week. We got KC headed out to the Denver Broncos. Looking forward to this game. And you know me, I've been on KC this year with me and my homies. And me and my homies, Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins. Kelsey. I just traded away. Kareem Hunt. I traded away Kareem Hunt, but I got Antonio. I traded away Kareem Hunt and Thielen for Antonio Brown and Alfred Morris. For kind of, but I already had a couple. I had McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook, so I was like, shit, I'll take that. Yeah, I wouldn't have took that so, too. So I, I, had to, I had to trade away my boy Hunt, and I think he's in for a big week here. But. Uh, I'm rolling with Casey. You know, you and your homies, I, I think he's going to cool down. I honestly do. And I'm just a Case Keenum guy. I like Case Keenum. And I like Denver's, you know, their their edge rushers, Chubb, Von Miller. And it's in Ven- Denver, Mile High Stadium. It's only like 6,000 feet in the air. People can't deal with this environment. It's n- They're not used to it. Mahomes. Yeah, now, now Mahomes is going to be able to throw the ball 100 yards. He'll be on the two-yard Yeah, line. but it's still different. He might be overthrowing them. He might be throwing the 80-yard pass, but he throws 120. It's a different environment. It's his first game there. He's going he's gonna to be playing there two times a year for the rest of his career because he's going to be a chief. But I think it's going to be different. I think he's going to have a real adjustment, real look in the mirror after this game, and I think Denver's going to beat him by about 7 to 10 points. I'm going with Denver all the way. I think they're too high octane right now. They got Tyreek. You're Hill. believing the hype. You're on Twitter too much. <laughs> think about think about it. In Denver, you go play in Denver and tell me how you feel. Yeah, it's a different area. No, I was in Denver a couple of years ago, and my ass walking up the stairs I had to take a breather because it's totally that, different. That and, area is and Mahomes is a, a rookie. He's going to be playing all hyped. Did you already. see him last He's week? He's going to be all hyped already. Just run around. Let's go. By the time first quarter hits, because he was so hyped in the pregame. He's good. He though. doesn't. It's going to be tough. This is where Mahomes calms down. Everyone just relaxes. Mahomes might be in the MVP race, but everyone just needs to relax. He's not the next coming of, like, Tom Brady or, like, Jesus. Or, like, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers can win a couple more Super Bowls and then we'll talk. I like the Broncos. I like the Broncos a lot in this game. I really honestly would bet money that the Broncos will win this game. I got the Chiefs and the Packers in the Super Bowl. Well, we'll talk about the Super Bowl picks later on in the playoffs when neither of those teams are in the playoffs. All right, well, that's real, and that does it for this week's pick. We got Carolina and Washington on the bike, so that's all I got for this week. It's been real. It's been fun. It hasn't been real fun. Go Pack Go. Twitter J. Travis J. Shakri. It's Dirty Joe. There's two R's and two C's.